What's up, everybody? Welcome back to The Cut. Christian, Sean, Randy, back here again. It's 4th of July weekend. We're excited. It's a mock draft episode. I love these episodes. What's going on, gentlemen? Not too much, man. Uh, as it's it's become pretty popular of me to speak on the fireworks, they've obviously been going off for quite a, a few weeks now. So I'm expecting probably the greatest fireworks show in my neighborhood tomorrow. Um, obviously, this episode comes out Monday, so um, I'll have to update you on Thursday on how good my neighborhood is at putting on a fireworks show. I doubt it's that great. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, but I, thought, I thought Randy was going to add more to that, but apparently not. No, no. I, I don't know what you want from me, man. I'm doing good. I've been working every single day. That's, yeah, that's about it. Yeah. Randy's sleepy. I, yeah, I'm getting sleepy. You could say he's a sleeper. <laughs> All right, I'm in the corner. What? what is with you? That's three episodes uh, in a row with this. Yeah. Dude, those are worse than mine. Oh my god! They are no, worse. Yes, no. they are. I don't know, man. I'm not like instantly repulsed by Sean's. Yeah, see, I there's am. not always just that <laughs> silence for. Yeah, there's not seconds. silence. It's always just like see, oh, but thing. I I crave the silence. I enjoy when I create an awkward silence. So, well, That's why I'm, I like I'm not shocked. You've been living with your girlfriend for a while now. Ah. Oh, that's a good get out of here. You crave the silence now. I understand. <laughs> All right, so <laughs> he's anyway. not going to listen, so it's fine. Let's That's bring it true. back, boys. Let's bring it back. Um, so again, follow us on all platforms at the Cut FFL. Like I said, we have a uh, mock draft episode for you guys today. But first, I want to talk to you guys about something. I've been going through my dynasty team. So for our listeners, I am now in twelve dynasty leagues, eleven of which had the startup drafts this season. Because I'm a little bit addicted to drafting, but that's okay. We all have our addictions. Now, I've been going through my phone just to add, because I, I just want it for my own reference. I'm making a list of like the, the, the guys I have at each position and like what leagues I have them in. So I did quarterbacks today. Who do you guys think is the quarterback I have in the most amount of leagues right now? Because of what you said earlier, Sam Darnold. That's my... My guess. That's not a bad guess, but I have oh, him only. I have him in. Man. I'm trying to think who you have in our leagues together. Honestly, I, I want to say the, I want to say Gardner. In the three leagues that we have together, I don't have him in. That's the thing. Mm-hmm. I, I honestly, I I want to say Herbert. Actually, I think that's my. No, guess. I only have I, I only have Herbert <laughs> in two. He's he's been tougher to get because in like the leagues that I do the separate rookie draft. He goes like middle of the first because yeah, all should. the leagues I'm playing in are super flex. Yeah, yeah. Christian. He should go there right. while Jordan Love goes in the third. Right. Yeah, right. Exactly. Oh, yeah, sounds- situation. That's right. That's fair. All right. But, anyway, right, so, so well, Randy, you didn't. So your guess was Minshew, right? That was your. Yeah, like, yeah, that was yeah. your That's so, my best real guess, really. So in five of my 12 dynasty leagues, the quarterback I have the most is Mitchell Trubisky. Ew. <laughs> it's. Dude, hang on, but and hang is, on, hang on. Let me give you the reason why. And I think Christian is Christian and I are maybe on the position. I already fucking know why. No, so it's not like I have Trubisky in any of the any of these leagues as my second quarterback. I have two quarterbacks in all of these leagues. Trubisky, I tended to get as my third, and the reason being for this 
is because I was taking him. I mean, I was taking him in the middle rounds, like in um, like I'm trying to I'm trying to find here with like which rounds I I picked the guy like I picked Trubisky up in like this one. I picked Trubisky up in the 21st round. Now this one was the IDP league, so everything everything was kind of longer, but. The reason that I kept kind of targeting Trubisky, and I think this kind of plays to dynasty strategy and maybe maybe even redraft, is like you look at the quarterbacks that have started to go after him in drafts. It's guys like like in this one specifically, it was Jordan Love, Nick Foles, it was Cam Newton before the information like came out, Tyrod Fitzpatrick, Taysom Hill, and then I got him in another league uh, right around like the uh, like. 14th or 15th round. The reason that I'm targeting Trubisky in these drafts is because you look at the quarterbacks that go after him. None of those quarterbacks have like any shot to play in 2020, at least with Trubisky. Like granted, there may be a QB competition, but he could start the year as the starter. And like I said, he's, he's my third quarterback in all these leagues. Like, and he's still young to the point where they could still want to give him a shot. Like they still spent the number two pick on him. I get it. It's going to be his third year now and or fourth um and and they they don't know what they have out of him but it's like you see the guys that go after like jacob eason or tyrod or fitzpatrick like fitzpatrick and tyrod they're only going to start for like half the season and you're not going to get them anymore and like the main reason i need a third quarterback is for bye weeks which come later in the year but but dude i think that's the problem with drafting trubisky as your third because if they give him a shot he's going to get the shot to like to begin the year and then the guy that you also mentioned, Nick Foles, like if I have Trubisky, I want Foles. And I, I think I have one share of Trubisky and I have one share of Foles and it's in the same league. And the only reason is like once Trubisky's sitting his ass on the pine, which I don't think he, I, I truly don't believe he will. I, I think Trubisky's going to win the job and keep it. Um, but if you're being cautious I think you have to scoop up Foles. So now you should go trade for Foles. All right. Well, here's the thing. Like just, just looking at these of the five leagues I have them in only one of those leagues Foles went after Trubisky. Like I was getting Trubisky later on. I guess I should have, I should have made that clear, but like I was getting Trubisky. Like I got him two picks later in one. I got him two rounds later in another. I got him three rounds later in another. Like I was taking Trubisky kind of as my third guy. And I was shocked. Like when I started doing this, I'm like, oh shit, I have Mitch Trubisky in five leagues. But I think it's just in my head because like, like I said, like guys like Winston, guys like Eason, guys like Taysom Hill, guys like Marcus Mariota, like Mar- Mariota maybe is the only other one, but I still think that Derek Carr plays the majority, if not all of the season. Like at least Trubisky can go in without a rookie knocking on his door to give up the job. Like Tua and Herbert eventually are going to play this year there's a chance that Trubisky plays the entire season and it, it's taken a risk. It, it like, it's taken a gamble. But like I said, I already had two quarterbacks that I'm trusting as with him as my third. I, I think, and again, it's kind of looking towards the future. Like I'd rather have Trubisky for the future than Foles. Yeah. I mean, maybe he, he could be in the CFL next year. He won't be, but nope. I'm just saying like he, he doesn't have a contract. I guess that's the other thing. Um, and, and they might pick up his fifth year. So, I just thought I just thought that was kind of interesting. Um, I, I thought you guys would be surprised, but but I think I think my thought process is at least valid. Like the way I approached that, and, and it's like getting him was valid, for sure. He's a starting quarterback. Yeah, and he, did you see? I don't know if you guys seen, but I, I read Ted Ginn's comments because they're on sleeper. 
again is going into the season fully expecting Trubisky to be the starter. Yeah, so you should. which is yeah, that's how it should be. Foles is a backup. Yeah, sorry, Nick Foles. Sorry, Adam. Big and that's also Super Bowl big. MVP Nick Foles. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it's Pro Bowler Mitch Trubisky. Exactly. All right. So All right. that was my little that was my little anecdote to start. Um, before we get to the mock draft, there is a question that's going to be relevant for all of us that I'm curious what you guys are. I saw this on Yahoo Fantasy Sports a couple a couple weeks ago, and we haven't gotten a chance to talk about it yet, but I think it's good for this episode. So now I'm going to list four round one, two combinations that you can have in, in standard PPR. So it's Christian McCaffrey, and George Kittle, Zeke, Chris Godwin, Derrick Henry, Lamar Jackson, or DeAndre Hopkins and Tyreek Hill. So you're looking at running back tight end, running back wide receiver, running back quarterback, wide receiver, wide receiver. Which of those four would you guys rather have? None of the above. Running back, running back. <laughs> Hit me with – no, I'm just kidding. Uh, I would go Zeke Godwin because I think Godwin has a chance to be a top five receiver. Zeke has a chance to be a top five running back. Yep, I agree. Whereas – so Lamar, um, if this isn't super flex, which I assume that it's not, if Lamar's going in the second um, – Lamar, I'm not reaching on quarterbacks in the second ever. I don't care who it is. Um, Derrick Henry's he doesn't have running back one potential. Hopkins and Hill is nice if you want to go zero running back, but fuck that strategy. We know you're scared to death of it. I sure am. Yeah. Uh, although this year it might work out. We're gonna. I think we're gonna I, see. I think personally, I would pick McCaffrey Z or McCaffrey Kittle because you have the top running back by far and especially in the PPR league and then Kittle like especially with redraft tight ends it gets a little gross once you get past like the top four like once you get past the Kittle Kelsey Ertz maybe Ingram or Waller like whoever you want to yeah right but like once you get past that it's gross plus you guys always you guys always like to talk about how deep the receivers are especially for redraft like Mm -hmm. if you if so you're you're talking you're getting McCaffrey at the 101, and you're getting Kittle at the, let's call it the 212. At the 301, I can certainly get a top-tier wide receiver still. Maybe not the top guys of like the top five or six. I'm getting somebody that I'm perfectly fine with as a wide receiver one. I'm not having to worry about my tight end. I'm not. I'm maybe not even drafting another tight end in the entirety of the redraft. Yeah, like, you're, you shouldn't. If you get Kittle, I mean, right. if so you I, roster so a second tight end, me, it's a way. I think if I had to pick one of these four, my second choice would be the Zeke Godwin, but I would probably go CMC Kittle because just to completely lock down the tight end position and not have to worry about it late. Randy, where'd you go? Did I wouldn't see Godwin. Okay. But the, again, the Hill and Hopkins one is very interesting if you do want to go. if like Because you're probably looking at back end of the first, early part of the second for those two. And then, I mean, you're waiting until the back end of the third to pick your first running back. That's the only issue. Terrifying. Terrifying. And speaking of which... Speaking of which, let's get to our mock draft. So, again, this is a... So, we're doing a... This is a full redraft, 17 rounds, 12-team draft. We are doing a super flex draft with one quarterback, two running backs, three wide receivers, one tight end, two regular flex, and then a super flex with seven bench spots. 
Randy. So I'm going to approach this draft normal. I have the number one pick. Randy, again, has the number two pick right behind me. Christian has the eighth pick. But Christian, we're doing a little experiment here, aren't we? Yep, yep. I, uh, after speaking on how zero running back terrifies me, I do want to test it out because I think if there is a year that it can be done, I think that you can find some valuable running backs um, in the, how far do I, like, can I, can I reach in the third? Is that considered zero running back? Uh, I would argue, I would argue that zero running back is at least like four or five rounds. So maybe in round six. Okay. Well, no. You have to have the start, the other starters fill basically. That's not all of them, but the majority of them, I would agree. Okay. Well, Well, I don't expect you to get both quarterbacks. I'm just saying like, you're like the point of it is you're supposed to dominate the other positions and you find the value of the other. Yeah. Right. So I would say round six makes sense. Yeah. And one of the major keys of zero runback strategy that people don't talk about enough is really being focused on dominating all the positions, except running back, finding that one you believe in, no matter what, that you need him to pay off. You need to take shots everywhere else. And you're pretty much need to be, the top waiver priority for that that inevitable mm-hmm. running back that becomes that free agent god. That's yeah. that's how the strategy beats everyone else. And I'd say like the last five years, I think last year was the only year that I can remember people really not loving it. Uh, mm-hmm. It usually does really really well in the long run. Well, we'll see how it goes. Well, so so, so this this is the problem with this shit though. Because he hates any team he drafts. No, so, for the record, I was gonna true. put out a I was gonna put out a disclaimer. By far. I was gonna put out a disclaimer here. The fact that Christian is agreed upon to take the uh zero RB strategy through round five or so. We're not telling you guys that he's not gonna bitch because he is absolutely going to bitch about his team and it's going 100%. to come soon. It's gonna come often, it's gonna come multiple yeah. times That's so we're, we're just letting you guys know if you don't want to hear christian bitch anymore just go st- listen fast forward to the end we'll, we'll just uh, listen to his picks just skip yeah, yeah just yeah. skip my picks it's okay yeah, that's why I, they make I, that plus 10 seconds button. I would even like, though you're exactly. gonna need to click it like eight times because christian talks for a, a lot oh my yeah God. i will point out though that we are going to be doing a little bit more of these experiments and taking turns using them yeah. and so we will be, be we, we will be coming out uh, so we're gonna try to s- separate a lot of our um shows if we're kind of doing the same theme putting mock drafts in there because i know i say it a lot but i haven't said it in a couple weeks it is july we're getting closer to redraft time it's uh, you're going to be drafting more more and more i mean in a month and a half or yeah in a month and a half like you could be right shit yeah we're, we're here yeah, yeah. It, it's so, here, and we're excited so we will be doing a lot of these uh, we will have a lot more mock draft episodes and then we'll be taking turns like randy said on the strategies we use just to see because we might hell christian might realize that oh well this zero rb strategy works and he might take this into the listener league draft like it, it's it's very possible that he could do it so, yeah. or or one of you that inevitably is going to be because you guys yeah, are- and you can follow yeah right and you can follow and the same track exactly and then you yeah. could you could tag us in a tweet harkening back to this episode calling Christian stupid for going against the 
saying how yeah. bad zero RB was. For 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 all for by all means, if you want to just tag us in a tweet and call Christian stupid, feel free. Like I Brandy mean, and I, I loved it. I'll tell you what, I'll retweet it. Like <laughs> yeah, like we'll we'll get it out there, guys. Are we ever we'll gonna do this fucking draft? <laughs> all right, so on the clock, I'm, I don't know. I'm at 101. Randy's at 102. Christian's at 108. Let's get this thing rolling. So, McCaffrey, McCaffrey, Barkley. Let me. I am. I am going to take. I am not going to follow the same tier of zero RB, and I am going to take Christian McCaffrey because why? Why wouldn't I? Up quicker than fucking. You know me. You put me at this two slot. I'm spamming these like. Until I somehow get a different pick in one of these mocks, I'm spamming this shit. So Randy, Randy went Barkley too, so normal. And then we saw Mahomes, Jackson go back to back three four. Now Kamara, Cook, and Michael Thomas goes right before Christian, who I'm sure he's upset about. Well, this is wild. No, I'm not even mad about that. What I'm upset about is the fact that Zeke's fucking sitting here at the 108, and I have committed to this strategy. Uh, so. Zeke would be my pick. If no, 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 no. There's no doing that. No, there's no doing that. There's no doing that to try to help yourself by, oh, well, if this guy was here and I wasn't doing this. No, you're committed. All you're focused on is zero RB, Christian. All right. You're so on I the took Devo- Fuck you. I, I took Devontae Adams, DeAndre Hopkins, Zeke, Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson, Jesus. Uh, Nick Chubb, Watson, Hill, Henry, Julio, and I'm taking Chris Godwin. So we so, have back-to-back teams go wide receiver, wide receiver to start there. Yep. All right. Nine knows what's up. So Randy is back on the clock with Aaron Jones, Kyler Murray, Dak Prescott, Mike Evans, and Joe Mixon off the board. All right. Well, going back to me, uh, we'll. I'm not going to give away too much strategy here just because Sean has double picks. Um, mm. So I'm going to go Josh Jacobs to give me two stud running backs, the complete mm. opposite of Christian. Mm. <laughs> There's a lot Wonderful. of grunting. I do not enjoy it. Can you please stop <laughs> that in my ear? Very sad. All right. So I'm on the clock, like Randy said, back to back here. Now, the quarterbacks I look at, after you get past like Murray, Prescott, Watson, because obviously the first two guys are going to go probably first round in the Superflex, I think there's a large tiered break to the next guy. So I can probably wait on that. So I'm not going to focus. IQB yet. Um, so my two guys here, now I do have some thinking to do. I'm I'm going to go with Kenny Galladay. You know what? No, I'm sorry. I'm going Amari Cooper. I, I'm big on Amari Cooper this year. I know that they had a CD land, but I, I, I'm hoping that he's healthy for one year. And I still think he can finish in the top five. And then we talked about this, or I, I talked about this before the, or, uh, before the draft started. I'm going to take George Kittle. Okay, I almost had the same exact pairing that I, I I would I would be a hypocrite if I didn't do that. All right, now it goes to me, and I do agree that there is a tear break in quarterbacks. You took Kittle, so while I do think Kelsey is just as good, um, I personally don't really want to go there. You're kind of a balanced lineup, and for me, I have a choice to make between Kenny Galladay and Miles Sanders, in my opinion. And one makes me completely unbalanced and the complete counter of Christian. So mm-hmm. I want to do that, but I'm also going to do, I, I'm going to pick normal. So this really is a toss up to me. Oh, God. 
You know, yeah, I'm going Miles Sanders. I, that's <laughs> three. I, I have a flex already. This is, this is off the rails quickly. This well, is sorry, I mean, so Christian's going no zero RB. Randy's going no wide zero wide receiver here. Yeah, I'm not doing it on purpose. It's just how the boards fell on people. But I'll also, um, how about the fact that I like it literally fell to me where I would have been a hypocrite if I didn't do McCaffrey and Kittle. Yeah, yeah. So also, point out if Sean would have went Galladay, I for sure wouldn't have went Cooper there. I okay. I just I would have waited in that spot. So after you took Sanders, Eckler, Galladay, Josh Allen, Fournette, Thielen, Travis Kelsey, easy, easy money pick. Um, and then a slew of quarterbacks kind of scares me a little bit. Um, but honestly, I, w- I would be a hypocrite if I didn't take. Ooh, but there's like two guys. Break it you down for yeah, talk us. Through. Talk us through. Do you guys know my love for Calvin Jordan Ridley? Love? I think it's a little bit early for Jordan Love here. <laughs> Fuck you. Um, so I have a, a love for Calvin Ridley. He's my dark horse to finish as the wide receiver one. You've also got Odell Beckham, who takes a big step up this year. But then the, the other guy that I was speaking of was Allen Robinson, who's a for sure top 10 receiver, where I think Calvin Ridley could be that. Allen Robinson as what my my <laughs> he's three. A, which is three. Still starting because we have three wide receivers. So. Yeah. So I'm taking Allen Robinson. That's I actually am thoroughly enjoying this draft. This is the first one that I'm so thoroughly Sutton, Drake, Beckham, Mayfield, Hilton, back to Randy. I can't believe T. White Hilton just went in the fourth round. I'll tell you what though. Uh, this makes a really easy decision for me accidentally going zero wide receiver. Uh, with Baker going, I'm going Calvin Ridley pretty handedly I, as mm-hmm. my wide receiver one. I do think he's a lock. He's a lock to be top probably 20, I'd say a lock. I expect around 16, but he does have the upside of Chris Godwin last year in the pretty much the exact same position. As Godwin came into the year last year, and Godwin finished really, really high, so we'll see. Yep, yep. All right, so I have one at three of the four positions: uh, McCaffrey, Cooper, and Kittle. I am now considering. I'm I'm so used to drafting um, dynasty leagues that like seeing these mm-hmm. like seeing the rankings differ for redraft is just blowing my mind here. Take I'm gonna Bob take Robert. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Definitely. I'm glad oh, I stuck man. Randy. That's just a that's just a consolation prize. Uh, um, Randy, I thought you were gonna take him and snipe Sean. Not with Calvin Ridley on the board, though, man. Yeah, I know. I know. It's tough. Now it's, this is where I have a little bit of a tough decision, but just thinking about what's gonna get back to me. Um, looking at some of these teams, there are one, two, three. Four, five, yep. five teams that either have one. I don't, Randy. I don't think you and I are on the same page here. No, I'm saying why are there so many teams with two QBs already, bro? Well, that too. Yeah. <laughs> so just looking <laughs> at getting fucked. There are five teams that already had that have either zero or one running back. So if I were to wait again on running back, and I waited a entire group back to me, it would be awful. So 
with that being said, I'm going to take the shot on Todd Gurley as my RB2. You're okay. a dickhead. That's solid. You're not allowed to pick it. You're not allowed to pick a running back yet. Yeah, you have one more round. I Dude. probably was going to wait anyway because Gurley wasn't getting back. I'm going to go with a young receiver that has that we, consensus-wise, said would be a top 10 receiver. And for me, that DJ choice Moore. is between A.J. Brown and D.J. Moore. For volume reasons only, I'm going D.J. Moore. Mm-hmm. So then we see Lockett, Metcalf, Diggs, David Johnson, Debo Samuel. Back to Christian. He has to go one position before he goes running back. Oh. Um, you know what, dude? Uh, so this is where I struggle. Okay, because uh, yes, I I do have to take a wide receiver. Well, we, Andy Todd, you don't or, have to take a wide receiver. You take a quarterback I, too. I do because I don't like what's on the board right now, uh, which is Daniel Jones, Tom Brady, Matt Stafford, Jimmy G, Jared G. Uh, I don't think anyone's ever called Jared Goff Jared G. So I don't think so either. Um, but the wide receivers on the board: DJ Chark, AJ Brown, Keenan Allen, Michael Gallup, Jarvis Landry, Terry McLaurin. Holy fuck! Um, the thing so, is, is I, I have three wide receiver ones, and uh, I think. Having four wide receiver ones would be fun or or close to it. Um, the thing is, is I think like a few of these guys have that upside, and I'm going to go with the top target uh, for Gardner Minshew and DJ Chark here. Do, 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 do. And yeah. I might get a little funky here. Ooh, funky. funky. Oh, of course, Matt ah. All right, so now Christian, because Christian, because he got a top – and tight end, not the top end tight end, because I got him, the second one. And he's pretty loaded at wide receiver. I would argue that his zero running back strategy kind of went through. So, Randy, I think it's okay for him to take a running back. Uh, I think it's his decision now. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's fine. But but we will accept it if he does. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Fair enough. Um, I am going to, I am going to pass on running back again. I'm I'm. I'm I'm so scared. I'm so terrified right now. But I am gonna take Daniel Jones, who I really don't believe in, but has some rushing over upside. the running backs. Dude, talk yeah. about talk about zero wide receiver. So after Daniel Jones, we see Zach Ertz, Clyde Edwards-Helaire go to a team that already had four running backs. So that team has five running backs, and Kyler Murray doesn't have a single receiver yet. Then Darren Waller, James Conner, Michael Gallup, back to rain. All right, Sean. It's getting really bleak for us, man. It is, dude. All right, we got. We're gonna have to pull the trigger here at some point, buddy. We are, and I'm gonna pull it first. Okay. With the goat, Tom Brady. All right. I see. It's funny. Give a crap. I'm just probably wouldn't have gone there. It's fine. It makes sense. I. I, I, Well, I'm no. I'm saying that's kind of a personal thing, like. I don't see myself having a lot of shares of Tom Brady once the season opens. I don't know why. Maybe I'm just scared of 42-year-old quarterbacks, but I don't know. He's safe in a super flex. Um, yeah, I, I, I would agree. Especially with um, such an explosive offense. So I definitely have to pull the trigger here. Because Not necessarily. Still. I mean, how many teams still need a quarterback? 
Let's see. I do. There are. <laughs> no, yeah, I mean, there's there's, there's few, one. Actually, well, there's one team. There's one team that hasn't drafted a quarterback. Then there's one, two, three, four, five, six teams that don't have a second quarterback. So I think a quarterback is going to go off the board before it gets back to me. So I, I have my pick here of Garoppolo, Goff, Rivers, Cousins. <sighs> this is tough. I'm going to go with the stack. I'll take Jared as my first quarterback. Now, I can kind of go anywhere here because I don't have my third receiver yet. I uh, don't have my third running back. So looking at best available here, um, I like the value of some of the guys that are still on the board of receiver. I don't have a lot of him in Dynasty, so I'd like to get a share of him in redraft. I'm going to take Terry McLaurin as my wide receiver three. All right. That made my decision easy in going Jarvis Landry as my wide it was receiver. Between the, it was definitely between those two. This so, is fucking legit. Uh, right. So Garoppolo, Mac, A.J. Green, T. Higgins back-to-back, Kareem Hunt back to Christian. Christian, and, if you don't go this player right now, I'm going to be so angry. Uh... I'm not Which saying. One? I'm not saying. I just want to. So I'm gonna take uh, Jonathan Taylor and not be a fucking idiot. It's time. Damn it's it. time. Um, is that who you're talking about or no? Yeah, hundred percent, dude. I don't uh, know. It, it makes sense. So, and then Rivers, Henry, Fuller, Brown, Marquise Brown, J.K. Dobbins, Devontae Parker, Brandon Cooks, Darius guys. Here's my question, Christian. Before you pick, no. Okay. Okay. Just pick you can ask. Go ahead. That's the question. I would argue, I mean, I don't think it's much of an argument that Taylor and Hilaire and Edwards Hilaire in redraft specifically are going to have a lot of value this year. I personally think J.K. Dobbins in the eighth round is too high because I think Ingram gets at least half the games as the starter in Baltimore. Ingram's Ingram's a starter this year. There's he's not even he's the the starter, but I think J.K. has value anyway because of the yeah. volume of rushes that they have rushing attempts yeah. have some value but like they're it, with this year don't expect a ton from Dobbins this year okay but yeah that's all I was curious about all right so Christian's back on the clock I sure am and I have one running back one quarterback and I don't care I'm taking Juju Smith-Schuster fuck this is fun I I very much so like this team Okay, I okay. I don't. I don't like any of this. <laughs> mm. I don't like. I don't like how my day is going. Uh, I'm going. I'm straight up not having a good time. <laughs> I'm going Ryan Tannehill to get my you second. You slut! <laughs> it's because Gardner yeah. went though. That's honestly, fine. my my t- my top two targets were Gardner and Juju. And I would never do this. Now I would. I don't think I would do this in a dynasty league, even though I think I have one share of them. But as my second quarterback, Big Ben is going to have a hell of a season, and I'm going Big Ben. What do you say? That was going to be my quarterback. That's unfortunate. I feel and like now, for me, unfortunately, I was targeting one of Mostert or Ronald Jones to get as my third running back, but they're both off the board, and now it's kind of gross. Um, at the running back position. Mm-hmm. He's a little too early there. So I think if I don't do it, Randy's going to. 
PPR league, I'm going to take James White. You, you bastard. Absolute cup. <laughs> oh, my God. That, I, so, I, guess, I guess it wasn't too early to take James White. It was a bit early, but I'm mad about it. But All now right. Cam Newton is going to be throwing in passes. Remember how good Christian, remember how good Christian McCaffrey was when Cam Newton would throw in passes? All right, true. Okay, so my team is actually really, really balanced right now, which is never happens for me. You so Okay. Um, so I really don't know where I want to go. Oh god. Let me ask you, if I didn't take white, would you have picked white? It was close. It's close. Christian, I think you would have absolutely picked White as your RB2. So I have three running backs and three wide receivers. Which means running back. It does, but it also doesn't because if we're breaking down what's going on here, it's really Sony Michelle, and that's it. Uh So, you know what? Uh, you know it's it's a rookie, so I'm gonna pass. I'm gonna I am gonna go Sony just to lock up a fourth running back. All right, so then we see couple. So we see Julian Edelman, couple of rookies come off the board with Shane Alt and Ayuk. That's kind of interesting that both of those guys come off in a redraft over Mims, especially Shane Alt. And then you see Ingram, Evan Ingram, Drew Lock. Now it's back to Christian. Take him, Christian. Do it. Who am I taking? Just take him. Don't play with me here. Um, I actually... <laughs> I think I know who he's talking about. He wanted, he wanted to do both those guys, man. Yes, he would? I don't know. I don't even know who you guys are talking about. I am just <laughs> staring. Now, now here's <laughs> where... This is where Christian starts to regret his decision. Um, No, no, not not regret. Um, I am going to take, huh? I don't like anyone here. Um, this is a single tight end, right? Yes. Yep. Dude. Oh, fuck, dude. Um, I'm going to take Joe Burrow. Okay. A little bit of a reach. So then we see Sterling Shepard, Rob Gronkowski, Philip Lindsay, and Christian Kirk to round out the ninth round. Let's take a break, and we'll get back for the 10th round and Christian's next pick here. All right, welcome back. So we are now in the 10th round of our Superflex redraft mock. We see CeeDee Lamb, Damian Williams, Denzel Mims, and TJ Hawkinson come off the board. So we're back to Christian. Christian's team right now, Daniel Jones, Joe Burrow. He went strictly zero RB until the 7th round. So he has Jonathan Taylor as his only running back, but he has Juju Smith-Schuster, DJ Chark, Allen Robinson, Chris Godwin, and Devontae Adams with Travis Kelsey. Christian, you're back on the clock. All right. So because I was forced to zero running back, um, this is where I don't give a fuck about ADP. I don't give a fuck about really anything. I have to take shots. Um, and so. I'm actually between two players right here, two guys that I think have an opportunity to start. This is PPR, uh, and if that's the case, I'm taking DeAndre Swift here. Yep. Is that yep. who you guys are? That's who I knew you were going to take. you're taking. Interesting. So, so now we see no- Madison, Sanders, Emmanuel Sanders, on Breida, Anthony Miller to Randy. Oh, God. There's so much to me that just wants to – 
just cuck you so hard with these running backs. Who, me? Or- <laughs> no, no, Christian. Because that's not yeah. who I thought he was going to take. So I kind of okay. want to take the guy I thought. But I also really need a tight end. So. See, and we talked about it before the show. Before Randy decides, I'll let him think about it a little bit. For me, I feel pretty good because I took George Kittle in the third round with McCaffrey. I don't have to worry about tight end the rest of this draft. Whereas, and really Christian doesn't either, but Randy has to. All right. I went ahead and screwed Christian over and took Cam Akers, the actual starter, the guy he should have taken. Well, so no, I think they're in similar situations, dude. I I do believe that Daryl gets some. But one is pretty much already handed the starting spot where the other one definitely is not. Correct, but in PPR, I'll take the guy that I know has sure hands over the guy who shows that he might have sure work. Well, I think he has a role, yeah. I mean, you guys are the ones that convinced me that Swift has a role. I love carry-on. So does Sean. Should have picked carry-on. All right. Christian's next, like, four picks should be running back, so it doesn't really matter. Yeah, right. All right, so... I am now looking at what else I need here. Um, I think I can wait on the guy that I'm going to be targeting. So first off, I don't know what Jared Goff's going to be. I don't know what Ben Roethlisberger is going to be. I both I know that both of them don't seem to have a week six bye. So I'm going to take Cam Newton as my third quarterback and not have to worry about that position anymore. What a cuck. <laughs> to where are you going to take him? Of course, I was going to take him. All right. Now, I would like to get a wide receiver four. I, I, there's a couple, I mean, there's a couple positions. I'm really high on. I got my wide receiver four in the fifth round. Oh, yeah. how, about how about your running back? That yeah. happened. Um, mm-hmm. So I don't think both of these guys get back to me. I, I can take a shot that one of them will. Um, but knowing how Randy and Christian draft, that's the only problem. <sighs> I'll take Marvin Jones. <laughs> good call. Um, <laughs> he said, <laughs> "Good call." Fuck <laughs> you, dude. I'm gonna but go. No, I don't. I am not going to be drafting another quarterback. I, sh- I should be good with these three, and then I'm also not going to be drafting another tight end. So I I went Austin Hooper to get my tight end locked up just so I can focus on taking shots at the right places later. Yeah. So I feel good about how my team is stacked up now with uh, like my, my wide receiver, my wide receiver four and my RB three, two guys that are essentially going to be flex guys. James white. I like pairing with Cam Newton. And then Marvin Jones is a receptions monster when he's healthy. So we see Murray Latavius Murray for shot Penny, John Brown, Curtis Samuel, Brian Edwards come off the board and Christian's back on the clock. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I don't like it. Um, to be perfectly honest. Um, so the guys on between are Tariq Cohen, another PPR monster, Tevin Coleman, a guy who is what I believe to be the second running back on that depth chart, but in a very run first offense. Who the hell would be the third? Or are you so, saying like people think that he's the first? First. Well, technically, he was the starter 
I mean, sure. Until, All right. Go, no, I, I get what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. So then Jordan Howard, who I think does get a lot of the work. Uh, fuck off, Randy. Um, and I'm gonna say fuck all that, and I'm gonna roll with. Uh, 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 Deontay Johnson. Dumb. All right, so Higby, Moss, Hardman, Cohen comes off the board. Then we see Paris Campbell, AJ Dillon, Terry Slayton, Tevin Coleman, Snipes, Christian here. Well, if Tevin Coleman's here and he sniped me, that's not uh, Thanks for coming on the pod, Tevin. Um. All right. <laughs> do I do I do it? Do I or do I take Dude. a shot on Keyshawn Vaughn? That's fine too. So you're doing zero RB and you have two running backs right now. Like you need shots at people that are going to score points. Yeah. Yep. 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 Um. And if we know that I'm a noted Vaughn hater, so I'll take Howard. I don't, dude. I don't even hate this at all. I mean, so I kind of three is good. I don't even so, hate this at all. I mean, I kind of hate it, but <laughs> so for me, I took Marvin Jones, hoping that one of Howard Coleman or Cohen would get back to me. Obviously, it didn't, but I'm still okay with starting Marvin Jones in my flex every week, especially because we start three receivers. Um, and I'm basically drafting running backs now to fill bye weeks or injuries. All right. I went Preston Williams, wide receiver, just to get a good fourth receiver that I truly believe in. I think Preston Williams gets over 100 targets this year. So that's a very dominant wide receiver four for me to help complete this team. All right. Now, um, and I left somebody for one of you two, basically. So I'm going to take. I am going to take the shot on Keyshawn Vaughn as my watch, as my running back four here. And then... You're an ass. Oh, you shut up. What? Yeah, right? I know. But um, I, thought then, I am also... I'm bigger on this guy, I think, than you two are. But uh, like with the addition of Newton, plus I would have the stack if I chose to do it. Nikhil Harry... I'm going to take him there as my upside wide receiver. I just, I think he could be really good this year. I think he could turn into last year's DJ chart. Uh, I went Derek Carr to get my third quarterback and a super flex. Uh, so now I don't have to care about the position, even though knowing the way I keep drafting of late, I'll probably try and get another one because <laughs> I am what you call an asshole. Yes, <laughs> that is true. It's true. Uh, I apologize to you, Christian. The two running backs you really needed just went off the board. Yes. Needed so and won. Tony Pollard, Golden Tate, Naeem Hines, Hayden Hurst, Robbie Anderson, back to Christian, who still only has three running backs. Um, it's, I, think it's, I think it's between oh, the two. Oh, that, that is so gross. You had to take him, Christian. Did you see who I took? Yes. No. I took Duke Johnson. And okay, here's okay. why. But the Here's other why. two I thought was good just left. The, the two that went off the board right fucking after, yeah. Um, so I took Duke Johnson because I don't believe in David Johnson. End of story. Fair. I'm going to... Uh, um... <laughs> yeah, and, and the uh, Texans didn't believe in Duke Johnson enough last year that they brought in Carlos Hyde. What? They had Carlos Hyde first. No, they didn't. I don't believe they did. 
No, dude, Hyde was on the Browns after Duke Johnson was on the Browns. Hyde that, played like four uh, games with the Browns last year. It doesn't matter. All right, that, I'm, I'm that's true. Okay, I'm up. And Rugs, Crowder, Gasicki, Darrington Evans, Antonio Gibson, James Washington went. I'm not gonna lie, I was looking at all of those guys except probably Rugs. Um, so, but I was especially looking at Darrington Evans. Um. So I could take a shot on Joshua Kelly here, who I believe might have a role. Might. I I can't fully buy into Joshua Kelly. Um, Damian Harris. I believe in Damian Harris this year um, because I don't believe. It's just because you hate Sony so much. Yeah. But also uh, Boston Scott's sitting here, and I think he has standalone value. And if nothing else, I can turn that into a good trade piece to the Miles Sanders owner. Yeah. Who okay. is Randy? Randy, do you want Boston? Uh, maybe. We'll see. Okay. So, okay. also, I just want to point out that the Browns 100% definitely traded Hyde in 2018. And two. Sure. Yeah. Hyde no, went to the Texans because Lamar Miller got hurt, not because of Duke Johnson. Just saying. Oh. Got sure. It. Right. No, no, he didn't. I mean, you're, yeah, okay, fine. Lamar Miller gets hurt. They trade for Carlos Hyde. Carlos Hyde gets a ton more carries than Duke Johnson does. So, Randy yeah. still proved my point. And Duke Johnson yeah, was. Because Carlos Hyde, and Carlos Hyde looked better running the ball last year than David Johnson. True. That, but that's not my point. You guys are missing the fact that Duke Johnson sucks. You're, you're a noted Duke Johnson hater, yes. dude. So. Shut up. You're tainted, bro. Clearly, clearly Bill O'Brien didn't think that Duke Johnson could handle the lion's share of the workload because they traded for Carlos Hyde. I don't th- first of all, I don't think Coach Bill O'Brien and GM Bill O'Brien speak together. So that doesn't fucking matter. What does that even mean? Because it doesn't make sense. First of all, his GM moves don't make sense with his coach moves. Hey, that's 100%. like Bo Burnham, left brain, right brain. That song, yeah, Bo Burnham. Yeah, that's... That's Billy O'Brien. For the record, those trades came less than a month after each other, so they had Duke Johnson first, and they traded. This is way too much talk about Duke Johnson, Randy. Who you picking? Because he sucks. That's your fault. He doesn't. If he got picked by somebody else, we would have been fine. It's true. Okay. Boy, was it that fun? Um, (laughs) (laughs) Oh. So, I I could take some bullshit running back just to piss Christian off, but there's really nothing there. Um, a backup tight end just isn't really providing me. I'm going to go... Mm, I'm going to go Jerry Judy. You bastard. Damn it. I was hoping I was hoping you wouldn't. I was hoping you would go your boy Duvernay first. Why would it? No. I don't know. <laughs> I love Duvernay. I'm not stupid. Jerry Judy's my wide receiver one of the draft class. <laughs> All right. Well, now I think I have to take a shot on one of these two um, rookie receivers. And yeah. I'm going to wait because it's so hard to decide which of the two is going to be like right away because obviously this isn't dynasty. So I just care about who gives more value right now. Um, I'm going to first take. Chase Edmonds because any kind of injury to Kenyon Drake, I think Evans could vault all the way up to a back end RB one because of the work he might get. But here's a dick. <laughs> You're not blaming me. Any running back we take at this point is just. Oh, a I dick. know. <laughs> you want to know? 
You want to know what the ultimate dick move would be right now, Randy? Don't do it, dude. To take Just another one. Pick pick normal and let it go. No, I'm not saying, but I am considering him versus two. All right. So basically, right now, I'm between two guys, and they're both receivers. But I'm going to take Justin Jefferson. Oh, over Michael Pittman Jr. Yes, because I think Jefferson slides in right away. And I mean, we talked. I mean, Paulie, do you really think Philip Rivers is going to have three fantasy relevant receivers along with Jack Doyle? Um, or, yeah, sure. Why not? Because Why not? because if Paris Campbell is the player that people think he's going to be, then I mean, it could drop Pittman to a wide receiver three in that offense, where Justin Jefferson is coming in day one as the wide receiver two. BC Johnson yeah. is nothing. Hundred percent. Yep. Um, you did so, take a fourth quarterback, you douche. Yes, I did. I went Sam Darnold mainly because Why? because first of all, I don't need you to question me. Oh, because Christian really. doesn't have three yet. That makes sense. Yeah, for, that's another reason. But I I just don't really love value anywhere else. Uh, I don't really value backup tight end here. I'd rather get a fourth quarterback because you never know with a bunch of older quarterbacks per se, what could happen. So I'd, I'd rather just get another guy. You want, to, you want to talk about you having older quarterbacks? Well, I mean, I have the oldest quarterback. I have, I have golf and Newton's still only 31. All right, guys. So uh, three more running backs came off the board. So, so I'll just go fuck myself. Um, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to put together the 2018 is that the right year? 2018 Ohio State quarterback room. Dwayne Haskins is on my team. Okay. Or Teddy Bridgewater, who is still not fucking drafted. Dude. I was kind of hoping that Christian wouldn't have paid attention to the bye week and that Joe Burrow and Haskins would have had the same bye. Uh-huh. No, I was paying attention. Also, Michael Pittman Jr. being here in the 16th round is just blasphemy. Uh, I mean, in a re- in a redraft, I don't know if it's that insane. It's well, I think he has wide receiver two upside, so maybe that's right. why it's blasphemy. I, ooh, I'm actually gonna wait because I'm not sure who to pick between those two. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Alan Lazard. Another another guy that very well could be a wide receiver two on his team, uh, and that's a very should be a high powered offense with Aaron Rodgers. So we'll see. Uh, how that pans out, I I value him over everyone else. Really, right there. Eh, it's just not. It's not great at this point. I mean, everyone I would pick right here, I think, could play on my team at one point. But I'm going for highest upside. Yeah, all of these running backs are gross, so I'm not even touching that position. <laughs> yeah, anymore. they are. I'm not. I'm not touching that position anymore today. Um, my first choice is going to be Corey Davis because. I think it's fair to take a shot. I mean, he started to get more targets than uh, A.J. Brown towards the end of last season. And who knows? I mean, I'm in the 16th round. I can just as easily cut Corey Davis in a couple in a couple weeks after the start of the season. But I'm going to take the shot that Tannehill can keep it going with more than one guy. And then I think for my last pick, it's strictly upside. Um this is where I would maybe look at schedules and things of that nature if Sleeper would load for me, which it is not. Um, hi, Dakota. 
Um, (laughs) who I think could end up being the best quarterback in this class. And I think he will eventually start down the stretch. Plus, like Randy said, I'm kind of on the younger guy side or older guy side too. Plus, who knows what I'm going to get out of Jared Goff. I'm just going to take the shot on Tua. Fuck it. All right. Right. All right. You're going to hold Tua through three weeks, four weeks, five weeks? Yeah. I mean, I don't know who else I would. And I mean, he's my fourth quarterback. I can always drop him too. Yeah. All right. I'm going to go Jack Doyle as a second <laughs> tight end. Oh, my God. The oh quarterbacks. God. Oh, my God. Quarterbacks. Oh, my God. Quarterbacks. I just want Jack Doyle literally just because I, I'm fine dropping my second tight end if I need to for a really high-value pickup. And I do believe in him this year, especially with Philip Rivers, who always throws to his tallest target, which is Jack Doyle, and he loves tight ends. So Bridgewater, Taylor, Fitzpatrick, Isabella, and then Herbert. Right? I'm, I know Christian's upset that he couldn't take Justin Herbert. Dude, I don't know who you're taking. <laughs> Neither I keep, do I. I keep, I keep looking through the running backs trying to find something that really works. I'll, I'll tell you what. The last one I really would believe in would be Adrian Peterson. So, yes, <laughs> but – so that was that was my first thought too. Um but I I think I have to take a shot on a guy that's going to give me more than AP, and uh, it will potentially give me more than AP. So I'm going to take Jarek McKinnon because I it's an unknown. I can drop him if I need, and I'll I'm sure I'll need. So all right, <laughs> all right. So let's give our starters. So for me, Jared Goff, Christian McCaffrey, Todd Gurley, Mari Cooper, Robert Woods, Terry McLaurin. George Kittle, James White, Marvin Jones, Ben Roethlisberger, slash Cam Newton. Okay. I'll go. We'll leave yours for last. All right. Mm -hmm. I went Tom Brady, Saquon Barkley, Josh Jacobs, Calvin Ridley, DJ Moore, Jarvis Landry, Austin Hooper, Miles Sanders, Ryan Tannehill, and a mix of Southern Shell, Cam Akers, and Preston Williams for that last flex spot. Which I I like that. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, that's nice. I've got Daniel Jones, Jonathan Taylor, DeAndre Swift, Devontae Adams, Chris Godwin, Allen Robinson, Travis Kelsey, DJ Chark, Juju, Joe Burrow. And then I also have basically nothing after that, but Deontay Johnson would probably. Um, Jordan Howard. Yeah, Jordan Howard too, but he's not going to find his way into my lineup unless Swift is a bust. And, All right. Let, let's get your take first on your team with the zero RB strategy. Uh, so I really like my starting lineup. I think that's probably the best lineup I've ever drafted ever. Um, however, the depth behind it is just big trash. Like I, I do like getting Michael Pittman super late. Um, I, I don't mind Jordan Howard as my RB three, but I don't love it. But having, five guys that legitimately have wide receiver one upside each week, assuming that Juju and and Ben have that connection still. Chark and Minshew do have a connection. Robinson's going to be it no matter what. Godwin, I assume, is going to be Brady's favorite target. We've talked about that ad nauseum. And then Devontae Adams is Devontae Adams. So the only the only problem with yours, if I if like I mean not you specifically, but just the strategy, is you are putting a ton of eggs into the 
double rookie starting running back where if by chance Marlon Mack and Carrion Johnson are like through, I don't know, five, six weeks, get the line, like not necessarily the lion's share of the workload because I think it's going to be split. But if, if those two rookies don't take the job over, you could be on the outside looking in to the playoff chase because you're tr- like, because you, of that. You think so though? Having five guys that could potentially get me wide receiver one week. So. You know, I mean, sure. But I, I think running backs matter. And it's possible that you're talking to running backs that can score. That could be like at eight points a game. So here's the thing though. Carry on isn't going to take away all of Swift's role, no matter what. DeAndre Swift is a pass catching running back and carry on has shown that he can, but he's not a pass catcher first. So I sure, think carry on very well. Carry on could have the goal line carries. That's he fine. Could, he could be on the field if they're winning. I mean, that's, we, that's th- we think that, and, and, but, and then that's the thing with Taylor too, is he's not the pass catcher. It would be Hines or if they still trusted Mac and who knows what they want to do. Like that would be the only thing like me, like if you had a couple other guys, in that spot, but I get that you waited. Um, yeah, like if you want to take in a guy like like even James Conner for one season, or um, not Hunt, um, even like Mostert, someone like that. Like I would be, I would feel better about that. Just the two, the double rookies, just scared would scare me off. So, but think of it this way: What if people said the same thing about Nick Chubb, his rookie year? They'd have been right for the first few weeks. Yeah, right. they would have been right. That, but that's literally what I said, Christian. I said right. like, but five, six I, weeks. I mean, it wasn't five, six weeks for Chubb. It was two or three, wasn't it? it, it week three was his breakout game where he had that one long run or something like that. But my, my point is I think we don't value rookie running backs enough, and I am fully comfortable having two rookies. So – Nick Nick Chubb in his rookie season is PPR points per game. Week one, three. Week two, four. Week three, three. Week four, three. Week f- wait, am I? This doesn't seem right. No, no, no. I'm, I'm sorry. I was looking at the wrong thing. Uh, I apologize. Um, week one, two. Week two, one. Week three, point six. Week four, twenty-two and a half. Week five, point two. Week six, two point five. Yes, but also Hugh Jackson isn't there, so got that going for him. But you can't. But what I'm you, you, we do this all the time with you. You can't make a comparison and then come up with a reason why you can't compare them afterwards. Like well, you use, all I'm saying is you use Nick Chubb as the comparison to those two running backs, and right. then now you're saying that there's a completely different reason why Nick Chubb's stats look no, different. That's what like, you drive me insane with it. this. Okay, well, I don't give a fuck if I drive you insane or not. My point is Jonathan Taylor is going to get on the field. And I'll I'll take the week for 22 points because my wide receivers could carry me to wins no matter what. I could throw out fucking negative points with my running backs, and I think I could win weeks with these guys. I don't. I I disagree there. I disagree with that too. So, okay, okay. I don't want to tear it down. I, I want to actually come up with. And again, I wasn't, that wasn't strictly, sorry, no. right, but that wasn't strictly at you, Christian. I'm just saying, like, with this strategy, what was around your picks? Like, if you were to wait, like, I, I personally 
taking two rookies as my top two, if I were to go zero zero RB to that round, I would be scared off. Would so you I, rank? Sorry, Randy. I, this, this is why I wanted to bring it up as a counter-argument. Uh, going through the draft, there's only two picks I really think stand out where you should have probably went somewhere else. And I think that's... Huh? The Juju pick in the eighth round? Is that one? I I think the Juju's fine because it gives you another guy that's a possible wide receiver one. And at that point, you got a guy that at worst case could be a trade value for you to get a running back down the road. So my thing, I would say Joe Burrow, uh, just because there's so many quarterbacks kind of still left on the on the board that you could have gotten. Uh, no, I got I got Cam almost a, or a more than a round later as my third. So the only reason I say that is because you still only had the one running back and you could have gotten a guy like Philip Lindsay or you could have drafted Swift there and then the next pick grabbed another running back and just kind of stockpiled there. And then yeah. I will also see Deontay Johnson because I think he really, really needed to go Tariq Cohen there. That, that I kind of agree with, but... I but see, but the reason I say that is because Juju is your fifth receiver and you got his number two, possibly number three receiver two rounds later, where All you right. only had two running backs, one only one of which is kind of guaranteed to get workload for sure day one, no matter what. And I think that's Jonathan Taylor. I think Swift does. I'm just saying it's guaranteed for and Taylor. The only yeah. other thing too is if there's an injury to one of your two rookies. But but Randy brought up a good point. I mean, I have Juju and Chark that yeah. I could realistically package together sure. to get an RB1. And, you know? and again, when we go over zero RB strategy, because you're so strong at the receiver position, you can get away with getting rid of one of them and possibly getting two pretty okay to decent running backs to help bolster your lineup if you really need it if due to injury. Right. And I understand why you want Joe Burrow to lock up your super flex spot. I just wanted to say personally, I yeah. think you could have waited. Like I, I'm saying, like that was the only two that truly, truly stand out to me. Where I think you should have went running back in those exact rounds to help bolster the strategy, but you did, especially with the Joe Burrow. I'd say you did make your starters better. Uh, the Johnson, I, I. Didn't agree with that. I'm not going to agree with now. We're really high on Tariq Cohen this year as a PPR monster type guy. Oh, you're talking Deontay. Sorry, I thought you were talking Duke. Oh, no, no, no. D- Duke is a good pick because he needed a running back. What the fuck was that sound? I, I hate so. you. I have to... Now I'm gonna have to get that out of there because it was just a fucking why? Because you're you're ear raping the listeners <laughs> so they don't hear Duke Johnson was a good pick. Like how childish. <laughs> but yeah. anyway, anyway, oh, I, wait, wait, wait. You're really gonna call my childishness into question here? That's the thing that pushes you over the edge with the way the three of us are. Go listen. to hell, Randy. <laughs> listen, listen. Don't you shut the fuck up? All right. All right. So here's the thing. Here's here's the other thing about this strategy. I legitimately could have gotten the wide receiver one, the tight end one, um, and then I guess I thought a, a quarterback That's, one. I guess some people believe. We talked to Frank, who believes that Joe Burrow is a quarterback one. I don't think he's there, and I sure. I think Daniel Jones is at best middle 
Yeah. Of I think QB he's like. Territory. I think he's got like upper QB2 upside. Like, it's quarterback 15. He's got a rushing floor. But in all, in all the, the rushing floor talk is always scary as well because of injury risk for quarterback. And he, he definitely doesn't hold on to the ball. Plus, he fumbles a ton. Yeah. Same problem with Josh Allen. So, and that's and that's the other reason why I said I do understand the Joe Burrow pick because you waited on quarterback to get the best receiver core I've ever seen, and because ever. of that, you really wanted like you could tell you because Stafford went right before you picked in Jones, you're like fuck, I need a quarterback because of the strategy, yeah. and then for the Burrow, Drew Locke just went, and you're and Tannehill, Big Ben, Kirk Cousins, Gardner, you're like fuck, I need a quarterback again. And that's, but I, that, I just want to point out, like, I think the draft was done really well for you by the strategy. It's just that those two right there were the only things that stood out. Like, oh my god, I really, really wouldn't have done that there. But that's me personally for the well, strategy that I probably will never do because I love running backs. And also, <laughs> I feel like this is a good time to remind our listeners that the draft isn't the end all be all. As much as Sean loves doing them. Um, and we love doing them. You need to make moves within your season. You need to be always either looking to upgrade a position, which I would definitely be doing here as, as comfortable as I am with Taylor and Swift, because I think they are uh, uh, good plays. Um, not having a, a third guy that I'm super comfortable with. I would definitely be shopping Juju right off the bat. As soon as the draft ended, probably before I even made the pick, I'd say, I'm picking Juju who wants them. Yeah, and, if and if and if you found if it's a home league or a college league, something you know the people in the league, you see one of those guys retweeted any of the Juju hype trains, any of the Deontay hype trains, I'd be sending those two out. And if maybe that maybe that's one of the persons like if if you didn't if Sean wasn't so high on James White or something, maybe you could get James White and another decent running back for Juju. Right. And that just completely turned over your draft right there. Yep, Dieter and Gotti, um, I'll hit you up about Juju. Yeah, I, I might, I might send some of those Deontay options later. Right, but yeah, I mean, I, I was cool with it. Um, it's not my go-to strategy, but after seeing the, like how this played out, I, I might consider doing it this year. I'll, I'll tell you what, you were really happy through the uh, Jonathan Taylor pick. And then you after were that, it kind of just dipped. Yeah. And, well, and then and then you got to Juju, and you're really happy again. And you then know, but just got downhill. <laughs> yeah, it's fair. And it, it didn't help. Like, But see, like I was trying to draft truly how I always draft, which is usually yeah. stockpile running backs and stockpile quarterbacks and super yep. flex. So while I was half-heartedly saying I'm screwing you over, I was really kind of doing what I always do. Yeah, so screwing me over. Yeah, I know. Well, <laughs> true. <laughs> true. All right. I think that's enough of that. Yeah. Okay. Um, you guys got any, you guys got anything to add? Yeah, red zone draft boards. Click the link in the description. True. Good true, shit. True, true. You Keep can an eye on. You're gonna be using those for the AFL, I hope. Yeah, yeah for sure. If I mean what Adam's the one who's out and is a he's still living by Marshall, right? At Marshall, yeah. yeah. I think he may. I think he might be the only one that's out of town. Yeah. I uh, hope. Hope. So. 
hopefully we can do it. I mean, we weren't able to last year, but, um, and be on the lookout. Brandon will be coming out with another article here soon. Um, I believe it's Baker Mayfield. Did Baker win the poll? Baker won the poll. Wow. The last I checked out now. His article's out now. Uh, It came out Friday at 2 p.m. Okay. So, Brandon writes fast. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I guess I just. He doesn't get sidetracked a lot. Crazy. (laughs) <laughs> I, guess I, just, I forget when this episode's being recorded versus when it's released so that makes sense um yeah. all right but other than that again follow us on all our social media platforms at the cut ffl and stay tuned more interviews coming up we're excited might have a big one might Shut have up. A big one. he didn't say the name let it go let i don't him, care it's let gathering it interest right i'll knock on some wood it was gathering interest just let it go <sighs> It's a big one. I folks. think I did enough of that by saying what I said, Randy. I don't know. I don't know. You don't sound that enthused. Right. I like Christian's better. Randy Hall, Christian Williams. I'm Sean Ward. I, I, I can't get, I got enough of these guys. We gone. We gone.